previously with the Liberators. Um, Roran, you see symbols of the Shrike Temple on these Oh, guys. okay. This is Scotty's. Uh, one, of the, one of the men standing over the unconscious person uh, looks at you and he's like, Going up against the Shrike Temple Inquisitors is never a good idea for you. You lean back as he goes in for a head bash, and then out of nowhere he releases your grip and you hear a very loud crunching sound. And when you recover yourself, you look, and his uh, his head is totally smashed in, and his armor is caved in quite a bit as a giant anvil has fallen on top. Uh, over by the rocks, you see a gleaming sword. Looking at that sword, Roran, make, um, all I'm going to say is that sword feels like justice. Well, Roran's going to be in shock for a couple seconds. Since we can safely say we're on the same continent, we might as well head home if you're all willing to. Because this might be my last chance to go home. Roran bravely, foolheartedly takes a step over the line. You take a step over the line and nothing happens. Then I start and you skipping and dancing. Clearing the trees and entering the wonderfully familiar streets of River Shroud. And then, uh, and he doesn't back off from the hug, but he whispers into your ear, he says, Welcome home, cousin. It's more than good to be back. That sword you picked up is calling to you. You can feel it like static electricity on the back of your neck. I guess I'm gonna pull out the sword. You draw the sword and you lunge. And you plant that sword right into his heart. And there is a blast of divine light that comes out of the sword. And it throws all five of them, or all, all the other four at least, up against the wall behind you. And the one man is dead on the end of your sword. And the others are... Um, and they, they're like, we represent the interests of one Lord Craven, And he needs your help. Job tells you he has to sit this one out to do some research, but he'll meet up with you on the other side. Do you guys want to follow him, take the job? <laughs> Please say yes. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of good breweries around here. It just gets dragged off. No. What do you say, guys? I'm down. I suppose we'll join you. Okay, so you guys are let out of the underground, and you're and you're introduced to a guy in a, um, armor. Not full armor, but he looks like maybe a police force. But you don't see any any emblems or anything to connect him to the River Shroud police force. But he's definitely you know has a sword, has a shield on his back. He's ready for a fight if need be, but not necessarily connected to any group. <laughs> he says, "I'm." Captain Denaro, thanks for joining me. I will lead you to Lord Craven right now. Um, he's in desperate need of some help. And he leads you guys through this big estate. Uh, you see at the front gate, there's guards kind of standing post. The gate opens for him because he's kind of the captain of the, the security detail. Um, the, even just the, the walkway up to the house is kind of a long, winding one. Uh, right when you guys are almost getting tired, you start to see the house and he leads you into one of the front offices where you meet 
with Lord Craven himself. He's an older elf, um, if elf age, but he's got kind of a white beard, glasses kind of down on his brim of his nose. A little bit disheveled, but wearing nice, nicer clothes. You know, like he's been in them um, a couple days, though. And he is very excited to see you guys. Oh my gosh, Liberators! Liberators! Oh, I'm so glad you're here. And he comes up and he's shaking each one of your hands. Um, he said, I, I need your help. And you guys came in to Rivershot at the perfect time. My daughter's been kidnapped. And uh, same day she got kidnapped, I heard the Liberators were at Rivershot. And so I thought, what a, what a divine blessing. Hopefully you guys can help me bring her back. And he leads you into his office um, where you see a bunch of kind of big desk, a bunch of old weapons behind the desk like he's maybe a collector um, nothing functional or really useful now but please 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 come in um, you see my daughter's been missing and we've done a little bit of investigation but the Rivershot police are just too too um, they're, well basically they're useless they said they'll send someone out in three days and that's way too long I need someone to come rescue my daughter right away and so hopefully you guys you guys will be willing to do it. Um, if so, I can I can give you whatever you want. Um, if it's gold you want, I can give you gold. If it's I don't know weapons, I have plenty of weapons. I can I can give you. Um, will you guys please please help me save my daughter? Any suspects? Any political rivals? Y yes, actually, we I um I I think I know who did it already. I just I. You see, my own private security force isn't quite strong enough to to take on the people who did it. Um, there's a there's a group of orcs a little bit outside of town who live live on Black Rock Mountain. They've been there a couple of years, and they always cause trouble in Rivershout. And um, since they've moved in, people have been missing, and I believe they're the ones who took my daughter. Has there been <laughs> any ransoms or like? No, no. Um, no ransoms. It's just the same day she went missing. We were in town shopping as we as we like to do on a Sunday afternoon, and um, the orcs came to town. And we tend to try to stay out of their way because they always cause um, just a ruckus. And I don't know, they're not a very friendly bunch. Those orcs out there. And um, tell me about but, it. <laughs> yes, but there was something that definitely caught my caught my attention there. Um, when we were outside of the shop, they were going by. It's the chieftain and his shaman are always together, and um, they looked at me and my my beautiful daughter Kira, and for some reason they kind of locked eyes. My daughter and this this chieftain, and he had a very um, sinister smile. I don't know if you've ever seen an orc smile, but it's it's not a pretty sight. It's very disheartening. It was a very odd interaction, and it stuck with me. And then that very night. Um, she went missing. In the morning, I woke up and she was gone. No signs of entry or exit through our gates or even any broken windows or anything. Just her room all disheveled and disorganized. And um, Basically, that look from the orcs is all I have to go off of, but they seem like the type that would um, be doing trouble like this. Would it be alright if we investigated your daughter's room? Perhaps we might see something that your guards have yes uh, yes passed it's, over. It's, it's quite a quite a mess but yes if you look through maybe you'll be able to see something that my security forces missed you see captain denaro and the guards you see out front we're not a police force they're just kind of my own 
personal security and my line of business, you know, sometimes make some, some enemies and, as well as some friends, but, um, but yes, if, um, Captain Inaro, do you mind unlocking the room for them and leading them in there? Sure. No problem, boss. Did you guys want to do that now or how much gold are we talking? Oh, yes, yes. I thought you might bring that up. Um, well, I've prepared a ransom for whoever, whatever group brings them back. Um, how would 5,000 gold apiece sound? As well as maybe a bonus for whoever... Bonus 2,000 gold for whoever strikes down the chieftain. And another 2,000 for a shaman. Would that, would that suffice? How about half up front? What kind of weapons do you have? Well, I own most of the um, blacksmiths and armor, weapon and armor shops throughout River Shout in the region, so I could, um, and I'd be happy to give you a discount on those. Or, I mean, I mean, on me, I don't have anything but these collector's items you see behind me. But when you return, I'd be happy to provide provide weapons or, like I said, a steep discount whenever you shop or whatever you need. Would that work? Sounds like a good deal to me. Okay. Well, yes, she's um, she was missing the same day you guys came in town about two days ago. So if um, the sooner you bring her back, the better. I'm just I'm lost without her. You said the orcs are on Black Rock Mountain. Was that right? Yes, that's the the mountain was pretty much unsettled until they moved in, and I mean that's what they come into town and they trade. Obsidian and so Black Rock. Um, I don't know if they named it or if someone else named it, but that's what it's become known as, Black Rock Mountain. Just in the, the hills kind of south of here. Uh, do you have any men that will come with us? Um, well, I do have a cart. If you want, I could give you um, a driver, someone to drive the cart so you guys can rest along the way or prepare as you need to. Um, he's a good man. He can he could tend to the horses in the cart while you guys are tending to my daughter. But as far as soldiers, I don't have many to spare. I'm not an army here. I'm just, uh, just you know, some private security. Yeah. So if you guys go into the bedroom, um, to most of the drawers are open. Most of them empty. The closet's kind of open. The bed's all a mess. There's stuff and stuff scattered all across. Across the room. Um, so do so. You mostly see that, um, like I said, a lot of the a lot of the drawers are missing clothing and stuff like that. Um, you can't tell what's missing because you've never been here before. Kava with a, a twenty investigation. Um, you're looking around. You notice under the bed a small um, shard of obsidian that's that, that catches your eye, kind of glistening in the light underneath the bed. Did you? If there's any magic in the room. Okay, so yeah, at the 14, um, you see that there was some magic. You can't tell exactly what. There's currently not much, but it looks like there has been something uh, magical that, that happened here. And the, by the residual that you feel is probably a couple days old, like he's saying, about the time of the disappearance. Um, there might have been something, some sort of spells cast within this, this room, but you can't really tell what. Say, um... Do you know why they call the uh, uh, hill Black Mountain, Black Rock? What'd you say? Black Rock Mountain? Yeah, it's, it's called Black Rock Mountain because it's full of um, 
obsidian inside. It's a huge mine. Those orcs come into town with their obsidian, they trade it for goods, and yeah, it's a big source of obsidian. The only source around here that we know of. Like this kind of obsidian? Exactly. Where did you where did you find that? This was under your daughter's bed. Interesting. Hmm. There's no reason she should have any obsidian, um, unless... I mean, the orcs themselves usually are kind of clad in, you know, either obsidian armor or obsidian jewelry, or um, it's kind of part of their look. Um, if you found it in the bedroom, there's a good chance there was an orc in the bedroom as well. Well, what do you say, team? Shall we uh, stock up and head out uh, today, probably? Because we have a cart and a driver now, so... Yes, uh, Lord Craven said you could take the cart because without it, it would be a long journey on foot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about these orcs that live there, but I do know they're not friendly to outsiders. Um, if you want to come with me, I can kind of give you the layout of the land, and he kind of leads you to back to the office. He has kind of a crude map drawn up on the table. Uh, it's basically a mountain. Um, with some, you know, rivers kind of coming down and he says, you know, this is the main entrance is here, but um, they only let orcs in from our own sort of investigation. We've never seen them let anyone other than orc in. Um, so unless you have some sort of illusionist that can turn you all into orcs, you probably won't be getting in that front door there. But we have noticed um, some people coming through this cave to the side. We've noticed some orcs uh, coming out of it, and then we watched them later, they would return back in, and other orcs would come out. So we we think that probably leads to the city as well, this, this side cave entrance, but um, we have no idea what lies within there, so that would be up to you guys. But if you want, we could try the front door, um, or we could try the side gate entrance. It's up to you guys. Well, I'm not sure anyone here has enough spell slots to uh, disguise us all as orcs. Um, uh, if that's the main entryway, do you think it's even safer to go through a side a side door that still has orcs coming in and out? I mean, it's up to you guys. What do you think? I'm not sure if sneaking would be the best since, you know, I'm kind of big and bulky. <laughs> I'm not the best at sneaking. Maybe there's a way we can persuade them to let us in. They don't let, like, caravanners in or anything, like selling wares coming in, you know, every now and then. Or it's just orcs all the time. Yeah, these, um, from our experience, they're not necessarily a friendly bunch. They're very much somewhat aggressive to outsiders. Um, even when they come into town, they don't really talk to anyone else in town. They just get what they need. Um, sometimes they'll stop at a bar and start causing a ruckus um, and be on their way. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, they don't seem to really like outsiders in my, in my experience, so. So why don't we say we leave in an hour just to at least get up to the mountain by sunset or a little after sunset. Um, and we'll try to make our way through the side gate. Okay, I'll bring the, um, the cart with the horse. I'll tell him to get ready, and he'll be here to, to pick you up. Oh, yeah, so the cart pulls up. Um, driver helps you guys aboard. It's, you know, enough seating in the back of it. There's some 
you know, some benches kind of back to sit on there. Hey, well, welcome, welcome. I'm, I'm Lucius. I'm the driver here. Um, I tend to the Lord's horses. And I guess, I guess he said you guys are the ones that are going to be saving, saving Kira, his daughter. So. We sure hope so. Oh, that's amazing. She's, she's wonderful. Here, climb on in. Hey, uh, the Lord spared a few bottles of wine for you guys, too, on the journey. It's, it's a couple hours, so uh, make yourself comfortable. Feel free to pop those open if you need. But um... So I, I hear you guys call yourself the Liberators? Is that, is that right? Is that what I heard? Liber, gin, gin Liberators? Some would call us that. Do you mind if I ask why or how you got that name? Well, it started so long ago. Uh, lost to memory. <laughs> but uh, we've been on a, quite the quest to, uh, once we have discovered a, a djinn uh, creature itself, give us this quest to help him uh, liberate all his brothers and sisters from the, uh, the uh, entrapment curses that are upon them. Wow, wait, I didn't even know the were real. I thought they were all just legends. I thought that too, once. Sounds like uh, killing some orcs and rescuing Kira should be no problem for you guys. Have you interacted with Kira at all before all this happened? Oh yeah, she is lovely. She, um, she makes it all worthwhile out here. See, Lord Craven can be very demanding master to work for, but uh, Kira's just just a really pleasant person. She loves riding her horses. Her favorite's actually pumpkin here that we brought out, but she'll take it out all day and come back in and she's always nice and pleasant. And, um, and I, yeah, I'd do anything for Kira. Just just bring her back safe. Uh, you know, I, I'm not his normal daily driver. Captain Inaro does all that business meetings, but I have heard, I guess here, you know, things through, you know, through the other staff and stuff like that, that he actually tried to buy the mine and the orcs rejected him um, turned down all his offers. Um, so I, I, I think, I don't know. I don't know what his offer was exactly, but yeah, Lord definitely has an interest in, in that obsidian that lies within it. But I mean, I, I don't know. I, I tend to the horses mostly, so help out here whenever I can, but I don't really deal much with the Lord's day-to-day -day businesses. So you don't know what he wants the obsidian for? No. I mean, if I had to guess, it's some sort of weapons. That's that's his business. Weapons, but... Um, I don't know any specifics, that's for sure. I'm kind of curious. Um, has Kira been acting up? Uh, like, out of character or anything up until when she got kidnapped? Like, anything strange with her? going on or was it just like out of the blue she was kidnapped? I don't know if this will help none or not but yeah she has been acting weird. I haven't even told Lord Craven because I'm afraid uh, I guess he might get her in trouble or something but she's been having more and more of those little late night rides where she'll ride and notice started to kind of watch and she'll be gone for you know a couple hours after everyone else has gone to bed and then she'll come back um, maybe two and a half hours later or so on her horse, you know, usually in some sort of cloak or something, and then she goes back to bed and everyone's normal the next day, and so she doesn't seem to be doing anything bad, so I haven't brought it up to the Lord, um, but 
I don't know. I'm not sure what she's been doing when she goes out. Maybe it's related, maybe not. I see. Hmm. Roran's just gonna whisper, hopefully outside of his hearing, uh, to the rest of the crew that it sounds like uh, there's something more to Kira than any of her family and servants think. There's nothing else we could say we arrive there if you guys want. We'll say that, you know, you guys show up, the guy, the driver, Lucius, lets you off, and as you approach that front gate, you're met with a elf in, in chain mail, is that how you said? Yeah, he's got a big old uh, broad uh, greatsword strapped to his back. Friend or foe? Roran! What are you doing here? Uh, Kaladin? Yeah! What the... What's going on? You, you were... You were banished. And now you're here. Yep, I was banished. And now I'm here. It's been a wild ride. It's been I, a very wild ride. I didn't believe it when everyone was saying that you were back. And then I heard that your your dad and your sister got... uh, Well, they got into kind of a tight spot. Don't worry. I helped uh, I helped Talara get out, of, uh, get out of town. So, she's safe. I, I heard you were headed out this way. So, I figured I'd... Cut you off at the pass and see if I could help. Oh, thank Platt. <laughs> Who's the? I, I've heard a little bit about you. I think you're you're Ignis, right? And and you're obviously Medusa. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. You said your name was Kaladin. Yeah, I'm Kaladin Guile. Kaladin the Paladin. Kaladin the Paladin. You got it. That's right. Agrishad's paladin. Excellent. Not to be confused with the punchy chaps. Uh, Kaladin, I... While we have you here... Um, of course, why are you here is my question. Well, after I heard you were in town, I, like I said, I, I came to find you, but I, I ended up running into Talara. She said that you were in some kind of trouble back at the house, and she was on the way back home to get the kids. And... Uh, and enter husband's name because I can't remember it. Um, anyway, so I, I went with her and helped them get out. And uh, then I came when I got back into town. I'd heard that I heard through the grapevine that you were coming out this way. So I figured I'd come out and see what I could do to help you guys. What's going on? Something about um, Lord Craven's got something going on. Well, apparently, uh, his daughter Kira looks like she got kidnapped. Our first clues kind of led us here. I was able to find some obsidian stone under her bed. And uh, uh, witnesses say that she's been, she was eyed by a orc uh, fairly recently. And so we've come here to investigate. Well, maybe I can help. I, I've spent some time with the orc tribes out here. Maybe not these ones specifically, but um, I do speak orc. So if it comes down to it, maybe I can help. Oh, good. My orc's a little... My orcish is a little uh, rusty. So, Medusa, with all your snake eyes, um, looking at the entrance, you see it's dark within, um, but you see basically another um, little open area cavern kind of within that appears to be safe. Let me see if I can show it to you guys with that. So you're able to see inside this open little... Open area. No harm in this first room. Do we see all these skeletons? Yeah, so you see bones kind of scattered, some stalactites, some stalagmites. Um, and it is in a cave. 
So for basically from here until I say otherwise, it's, it's dark. Um, so Ignis, if you want to light a torch. So does this 60 foot radius sphere of light spreads out from point to choose? Okay. That works. <laughs> so this uh, first room is lit up nicely. But if you move, the light stays where you originally cast it, right? Uh, no, it, I cast it on my breastplate, and so it centers off of my breastplate. So yeah, this room is lit up. Uh, Medusa with the nature check, you're able to... You kind of look at the bones, and you kind of recognize them from the animals you would recognize in the forest you just kind of drove through. You know, maybe some, you know, deer, elk-type stuff, some, um, you know, maybe bunnies, maybe a coyote, something like that. But they're all pretty normal-looking bones that look like um, or maybe eaten and the bones kind of discarded um but nothing any antlers from the deer or anything like that sure we could say there's a there's a few few, kind of scattered and broken though um do i need something to pick up those antlers no you can pick up the antlers so you find three intact antlers the rest are kind of broken and beat up but does anything look weird about this room Right here, I'm seeing there's a gap in those right, rocks. Right, Is that something I would see, see that? You see a lot of spider webs, but you do notice that there's there's a, a space in between rocks, um, but it's basically covered in spider webs. Well, you know, now I'm thinking about it as he's as he's clearing it out. He's like, now I think about it. If if they were to bring her through here, it's probably not. I don't know. They probably wouldn't have had time to make all those webs again. I see this kind of pass down below too. Maybe that's another um, passageway. Yeah. So first we'll we'll start with, with Asa. You, you can see through. We'll say you see um, a little opening, a little room. We'll um, I'll just go ahead and reveal that. You can, we'll say you see that through the webs. So it looks like two um, chests kind of sitting on the ground. Is the hole wide enough for me to like fit through? Yeah, they're they're all they're not huge caverns, but basically one at a time, you could all fit through. Uh, which one do we want to open first? Because I do have mage hand. Let's be safe about this. <laughs> they seem normal to me. I'm gonna try opening the chest with uh, mage hand. So your mage hand appears and as it grabs the lock, it slowly pulls it open. And the chest opens up, no problem. Inside, you see two uh, potions of healing. Two uh, just basic potions of healing. I guess I will take that then. Does anyone touch the other chest? Or I'll move my mage hand over to the other chest and slowly lift it open. <laughs> so the same thing. You hear it kind of... And again, it's just a regular chest. You open it up, and uh, inside is a potion of some sort, but it's um, just a clear liquid. You, you don't know what sort of potion it is. It's hmm. kind of unmarked How potion of some sort. Okay, so um, so you grab this potion, I'm guessing, and are taking a look at it? Yeah, I'm trying to investigate what the contents hmm. are. So you're trying to remember all your potions you've kind of dealt with throughout the years and trying to compare it. Um, not potion of healing, because you have those right next to you, and you kind of pop it and, s- and sniff it, and um, you're able to deduce from the 19 um, that it's Pull definitely it. Twist it. a pop it. 
good potion. It's definitely something that's helpful. It's not going to be any harmful to it. Um, it's not going to be any sort of negative side effects. It's going to be something that might be helpful, but uh, you don't know what. Who wants to hold this good potion? I guess me. Looks like there's a larger little gap over there. How about that one? See, as you get closer, you're, you're able to um, see in a little bit. I'll reveal a little bit more. I'll even go a little bit. You're able to see um, with that light coming from Kaladin and the Paladin, you're able to see all the way in there. It's a big open room with a lot more bones. Um, and luckily... Doors. <laughs> um, definitely a den for a creature that likes to eat large animals. Um, but it seems to be out for the time being. So who knows when it might come back to its den, but right now this den is so empty. Roll. See another room with what looks like a chest in it. Same plan as before. <laughs> Gotta use my main <laughs> You slowly move it forward to the chest. It grabs the lock on it, um, but it doesn't tend to grab anything. It doesn't seem to grab hold of anything. It kind of just goes right through. Can I poke it with my sword? If I see this happen, can I poke it with my sword? Yeah. So the same thing, your sword, um, you never hear that knock. It kind of just goes through it. So yeah. No physical form, apparently? So yeah, you start, you know, you kind of start to look see if there's any magic. Same thing as coffee, since kind of that fog in the room. Um, but in this room, it's kind of blinded um, by a bright sense of light coming from the chest itself and with that check you realize that this chest is a complete illusion um, as well as some of the ground underneath it and so when you see that um, you the whole illusion kind of falls apart once you realize that So yeah, especially with um, Roran kind of looking at this, you guys all see a path on the ground. Um, some footsteps, they look mostly some animal, maybe some uh, uh, Ignis. You see that there's also some orc footsteps in this, um, in this path. And yeah, they lead right to um, a rock and then they kind of go right through this path tends to kind of go right through this rock. So, so you all kind of see this path. But this rock seems to be kind of in the way. I guess we just like investigate the wall. Is it, like is it loose? Is the rock like loose or something? Can we push it out of the way? Can you make a strength check? So Roran's kind of standing back looking at this <laughs> rock and Medusa. Or no, Medusa and um, Ignis. And with Kaladin the Paladin, you're like, this rock is obviously wrong. So you're all like, let's get this. You start flexing your muscles and you're ready to like lift this rock. And right as you go grab from the bottom to lift, um, Roran realizes it's all an illusion as well. And all three of you kind of just tumble through where this rock <laughs> should be. And there's actually no rock there at all. Let me reveal a little bit more than that too. So now you kind of come to another... Um, another fork 
in the road. But anyways, now you guys need to pick which which path you want to walk down. Both of them are uh, pretty open and clear. With it's your light, you can't you can't quite see what is um, in each room. No, this is so kind of pick one. We're sticking together. Was there like a breeze outside before we came in? Yeah, everything. I mean, being in a cave, it's it's cold, um, and there's kind of a breeze. Kind of, you can't quite determine what direction it's coming from, though. Just kind of all over the place. There's a cold, cold breeze. Head down the uh, left path. All right, you're able to see um, lots more of those webs, like you saw earlier. Um, they kind of start on the wall, um, and they're kind of going up to the ceiling. <laughs> Even across the floor, um, and then eventually you see kind of a big. Uh, Frumpkin sees a big spider, and he tells you, "There's a big spider down there." Oh, hello. The spider doesn't seem to seem Frumpkin though. It seems to be. And it's just like sleeping or whatever. Seems to be, yeah. So unless this giant spider is guarding a pass there, I don't think we need to disturb it. Should we just check out and see the next pass? I could send Frumpkin down there too. You don't want to fight a spider for experience points? Okay, so let's see. that You come into another room uh, with three doors, kind of big metal doors, You don't, and uh, six lamp posts. Let's <laughs> do Arcana. Any magic I'm sensing on these lanterns or gates? Uh, yeah, so they definitely seem to be connected. There's some sort of um, some sort of magic tying the lamps to the doors. There's... And Kava, with that investigation, you notice um, that each door kind of has a, a picture on it, um, and you you speak Orcish, right? Didn't you say uh, that yes, earlier? Yes. So me and Kaladin can right. speak Orc. Kaladin, why don't you make an investigation check too? Alright, so Kava, can you see me pinging this this leftern left door? Let's see. You see an image on that of what appears to be kind of a crude drawing of a snake. The center one looks to be a sun. And this one on the right looks to be orcish. Um letters looks to be you notice you recognize the first letter of the orcish alphabet and you recognize the last letter of the orcish alphabet these lanterns aren't lit are they no they're all they're all dark i think the lanterns need to be lit uh ignis did you light a torch before kaladin pulled his sun dial i didn't but i can now i'll just light a torch and I guess I'll try to light the closest one that's close, uh, the one that's closest to me. Closest to you? So, I mean, is this one here? Yeah. Okay. So you touch it with your torch. Um, there's a flame, like a kind of a normal flame, but then really quickly that flame uh, turns to kind of a red color. Um, let me see if I can see. Do you guys see that red circle? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there's a red circle right there. So maybe light the next one if nothing has happened. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and light the next one. That's so this one here? Okay, that's your stand next to? So that yeah, one, the next 
so the same thing it you see the flame there but then pretty soon it turns to green Ooh. green flames now you see a red flame but then right after that uh they both extinguish or distinguish or extinguish they both go out um it went away and then um that door with the serpent it rises oh boy <laughs> I'm a little bit mistake, everyone and you guys notice behind the door is just teeming with snakes but so far the door only rises a couple inches where those snakes are fighting but they can't quite get through the opening uh, green is good it just maybe can't be on if there's a red light on or something hmm. Um, should we test that? Should we light a different torch first? Yeah. Let's see let's, if it stays lit. Let's explore. Some yeah, we can just like go through the circle and light them. Fight the snakes. <laughs> I'll, I can draw my sword and stand guard at the snake cage. I mean, if it does open, I have something for that. So. But Ignis, did you light the next one in the in the row or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I lit it. Okay, so you see that one is purple. So yeah, same thing. After the flame, initially your initial torch burns off, it the flame turns purple and it stays purple. I gotta go close by this. Can I hear like any hissing from the gate? The sure. Center? Yeah, the sound of what's the sound of a thousand snakes hissing? Is that <laughs> okay? So Indiana Jones's nightmare. I have a regular feature. I can communicate uh -oh. with snakes as oh, if God. I shared language and have advantage on all citizenship <laughs> to make to influence them. So okay. I, I like to hear what all these thousands of snakes are saying. Um, they're parcel <laughs> tongue. Snakes as we share the language of They're um hungry. That's it. I just food, 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 food. I need food. You guys think I should light the next one just to see what happens? Yeah, light a new torch. Okay, I am. Me. I'm readying my crossbow <laughs> to shoot the snakes. <laughs> uh, yes, because I know exactly what kind of food they want. So the next one is same thing it lights and then pretty soon that normal flame turns to a yellow flame and then um both of them shut off and the door moves up even more you might want to move back and enough that a swarm of snakes is able to escape um kaladin uh, you're the first one to greet them what do you what do you want to do be really mad at them and i'm gonna hit, attack them with my great sword and they're gonna have to make a wisdom save okay well 13 doesn't hit um doesn't hit so whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding awesome okay so yeah you, All right, you then. swing at this the whole swarm and you don't you don't connect with any of them but Dang. it kind of tends to go right through them medusa Nakey's speech, can I try to um, convince the snakes that they'll find a tasty meal to their left as they go down the tunnel? 
And leave us be. Like, <laughs> tell him to go eat the spider? Sure, why not? It's not us. Okay, so I guess we can... A persuasion. I mean, you're not casting a spell or anything, right? You're just talking to him? Yeah, I just have advantage. Okay, so with the 24, um, some snakes believe you. And some of them, you see, out of this swarm that comes out, um, some of them peel off and go down. Damn hero, you guys. And so, yeah, there's definitely less snakes now to deal with, so. Basically, what that means in game is they lost some HP because their HP is equal to like their um, how strong the swarm is. So, and then did you also want to make an attack or anything, or just? Uh, sure, I'll do um, a cantrip of like minor illusion, maybe like a a sign or something like that, saying like uh, tasty meat this way. Just kind of like <laughs> try to direct them. Okay. Um, hey, go over there. It's minor illusion. Okay. Well, the snakes can't read, so they don't they don't fall for that one. Gotcha. <laughs> the, first, the first one works, and you're able to take off some of the snakes by talking to them with your persuasion. Yeah. You persuade some to to leave. Okay. But... I, I think that'll just end my turn there. <laughs> Feeling pretty good. Okay. And then the uh, snakes themselves. Uh, move right on top of Kaladin. Uh, oh, they're able no. to occupy the same space as you um, and they bite. So, so they so make a constitution saving throw. The, so it's a DC of 10, right? So 11 passes. Isn't that right? Make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. Yeah, but you, so you still have to half the half, half damage. And they're all swarming. They're climbing up Kaladin's legs. They're up to his chest, and they're biting him. And he's able to dodge a lot of them, but um, a lot of the swarm still is able to to bite and give him damage. Ignis, um, I'm just gonna pull out my great axe and start swinging. I was kind of thinking of using breath weapon, but that probably wouldn't be good for. <laughs> Might not be the best idea. <laughs> A great one. So the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ten misses, the fifteen oh. hits though. Is he attacking the snakes on on me with a crit one? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they are all over you. Oh um. no. <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> so we'll say just for the, the sake of this game that he he hits the ground hard with that first failed one, and then comes back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you take off ten more snakes, um, and there's there's still a few crawling up his legs, um, but most of the swarm is 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 gone now. So okay, well that's my turn. <laughs> I think Kaladin just watched that uh, axe just skim right by his face. He's just like. <gasps> <laughs> Stop moving. more than the snakes. I'm gonna cast command, and I'm my command is going to be flee. So definitely <laughs> fails. So six of them flee, like you said, go back into the cave, or off to where the others go. Um, and now there's only a few more snakes kind of on your feet, um, and it's Medusa's turn. 
<laughs> Pretty much all of them are gone, though. And just beg them in uh, their time, like, go away. You're going to get stepped on. <laughs> go find food somewhere else. Shoot, shoot. Yeah, like last time you could make a charisma or a persuasion with advantage. Yeah, so you got two tens, which is <laughs> wow. Odd, but um, I don't that think they listen odd. to you this time then. Oh, um, but you still have your, you know, regular action if you want to use it. Um, I guess like mage hand, just pick it up, but just gotta like push push it away, kind of like, hey, stop that. Well, yeah, you can get one of them, I think, with that, but there'll still be a few more. Yeah, I'll I'll pick up some snakes and just try to direct them towards the area we went before. <laughs> okay. So yeah, one of the, you pick up one of the snakes, um, it's gone. So the few snakes that are left, uh, same thing, they they try to bite because less than half the swarm is left. They do less damage. Does a 16 hit you, Asa? They're still on you, they're still on, on Kaladin. It does not. Okay, so those three that are there, they they end up just kind of missing you all together. They're still on your feet, though, in your same space. Um, and that's it. We'll go to Roran. So they're basically entangled around his feet? Yeah. There was, a, earlier, they're all the way up to his chest and everything, but you guys have killed most of them, or there's just a few at his feet. I guess I am gonna go with uh, go with uh, Ignis's strategy. <laughs> okay. And aim for a snake or two around his feet. Dang. Sorry, a thirty-two does not hit. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <laughs> These snakes are divine. Get it? <laughs> uh, it definitely hits, and uh, you could click for damage, but they they really only have th three HP left. So yeah, they're. <laughs> you just how do you want to kill those last three snakes? I guess. <laughs> um, they just somehow all aligned up where I swiped their heads off, <laughs> and sadly there is a small scratch on Kaladin's ankle. Aww. Oh, maybe a burn. There is some radiant damage there. Okay. So the snakes, with that, um, you... Sorry, I keep moving you, Kaladin, because I'm trying to move the snakes, but... Um, yeah, there's no more snakes. I will say this door to the left uh, drops down again and is closed. But again, you're in the same room. All the lamps are off at this point. We might leave the initiative there. or We could do a new initiative if it, if it gets to that. But... but yeah, so you guys are back in the room. No more snakes. All the lamps are off. I think we should just light the other two that we haven't lit. Just I, have, I, there. I do yeah. have an idea. Is that gate door still open that the snakes came out of? Um, I'm going to say it closed after that. So it just let okay. one swarm out and then it closed again. Um, how many of us have any sort of fire spells that can possibly light two or more torches at the same time? I mean, I could probably light all of them at once. I do have Scorching Ray that could probably target maybe like two or three. Because I'm thinking if at least Ignis and Kaladin, if they don't have any spells, um, 
use torches to light two of them. And then I can magic missile three of them. But that way they all light at the same time and we see what happens. Because at this sure. point right now, just every every time we light two, then they go out. Do, um, is magic missile fire though? Question. Because I thought that was more of like a force thing on damage. But maybe it does have the effect to ignite stuff. Well, okay. Should we at the very least figure out what the last two colors are? I kind of like that idea Ignis had. Wait, let me do that. I like the big dragon's idea. Let's light the last two candle. candles. Torches. Real big tall candles. The snake <laughs> venom's already <laughs> affecting his brain. You, If you didn't have that many dogs on your head, I'd come over there and smack you. Uh, I will go with that idea. Let's light the last two torches. Okie dokie. And just go light them. Also, Roran, what the heck is that on your back? I saw you attack those snakes with it. What is that? Um. Oh yeah, I was gonna show this to you earlier. Um, uh, because you know you're a paladin of Agrishad, correct? So, what do you think of this sword here? I show him the sword. Uh, yeah, his jaw drops. He's like, wait a minute, is that what I? Th that's the sword. That's his sword. What's the sword of Agrishad? We just happened to find it after um, eating some pancakes. <laughs> pancakes huh that's an interesting choice but <laughs> I'm sure there's no long story behind that one none whatsoever just your average pancake story here would Kaladin know Arden oh yeah so did you hear about Arden's death I'd heard rumors circulating yeah that happened to be us, the gym liberators. Oh, wow, you were the one who got rid of that scum? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess our our, our uh, teammate, Korak, who's not here with us, took care of that. I was about to die in Arden's hands. How... Well, did... So, what did he do? Did he, like, blast him with the bow and arrow or something? Like... So, you remember when I said pancakes? Yeah... <laughs> Warwick was able to turn Arden into a pancake. And then we ate him. Well, <laughs> no. Like like butter and syrup pancake? No, no. No, just, like just smashed by pancake. anvil pancake. Smashed by an What the hell? <laughs> we devoured him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're traveling with the cannibal. <laughs> A 14 what? Doesn't that, how does that work? Don't, don't you turn them to stone or something? Do you just eat rocks? Is that <laughs> I mean, you know, minerals are good for the body. Dropped an anvil on him. I would have believed, I would have believed you if you said he dropped the dragonborn here on him. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to keep commenting on your size. You're just huge and I'm very tiny. <laughs> No, don't worry about it. He's <laughs> used to it. <laughs> Man, Ignis, just this place loves Dragonborn. You know, Roran, that sword, we're going to have to talk about that. Uh, there's there's some stuff you should probably know about it. Probably. This thing is uh, intense to carry, but I'm really enjoying what it does. Yeah, I'm, 
I have to admit, I'm a little bit jealous. Is that is that your holy symbol on it? Did it? Oh my! Wait, it it incorporated your holy symbol. Yeah, just the other day. Um, remember when you were saving Talara? Right before that, you know, we were my whole family was attacked by the Shrike cultist priests or whoever they sent, and just after that whole encounter. The freaking sword, uh, the holy symbol, turned into the Pleth's holy symbol. I don't know if I've ever heard about that, but uh, well, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll should, get, uh, we'll get we should talk yeah, about this later. Yeah, we'll talk about this le- once we're out of out of here. But yeah, that's incredible. I am impressed. So, what's the plan? Are we just gonna light the? Is it just? two torches we haven't lit right now or should we just light them all at the same time well there's only two left yeah that we have to check out i don't we could just do that real quick and see what happens okay okay so if you light them at the same time um like i said earlier when ignis had his torch you see the normal kind of yellow orange um flame um but since they're lighting at the same time they both distinguish they both distinguish before you can see what color they're ah. supposed to be and then again that door that was closed opens up a little bit um, again the snakes are trying to get out but they can't quite fit through more so snakes. there's some more snakes okay I'll light the the one on my left first if you light up on its own it's orange after that initial flame burns away the flame that is remaining there is an orange flame I should have been keeping notes. I think we saw an orange one, right? Track of them. Uh, we have a red and a green, purple, yellow so far. Okay, let's let's light them all at the same time. Or I don't know. Okay, wait. There's two ideas here. We light them at the same time, or you have to do them in the order of the rainbow. Are the letters actually A and Z, or do they like map to different letters in? Common, Randy, I guess. Can you please explain the Orcish language to us? <laughs> well, they let, let's just say they co- um, correspond to common A to Z. I don't, I don't know. I don't speak Orcish myself, so I don't know how to make this puzzle <laughs> in Orcish. But um, yeah, we'll say they correspond to the common A to Z. So you guys want to try lighting them all simultaneously, or do it in order? You want to try doing them in order? I, or... I think doing them in order is probably more feasible than trying to light them all at the same time. Because I right. did try to light two at the same time, and they just turned off. So I guess right. we could try. Alphabetical? Does anyone have them uh, mapped Ooh. out on a... Should we do alphabetical by colors? Yeah, oh. I have them all. Maybe we'll start with the blue and move to green and see what happens. So you guys like the blue? Yeah. Okay. So with your torch, you light the blue one, and it the flame starts to burn blue, and it stays, it stays blue. Sweet. So let's light the uh, green one. So yeah, you light the green one. The green one starts to glow green, and then both the blue and the green are both staying lit. Yes. Ho ho ho. Uh, and oh, orange. Okay. We'll say you light the orange one. You know, your lights of flame, same thing. It turns orange, and then all three are staying lit now. Uh, let's go light right? purple. Lights a purple flame, and it stays lit as well. So all four are now burning. 
Yes. The blue, green, the orange, and the purple. Okay, let's light red. You light the red, it stays lit. So you got five of the candles lit. Lamps lit. You light the yellow one. And then once that one's lit... <laughs> and then snakes come out. <laughs> no, the door on the right opens up and it leads to a room um hold on let me move over show you a little bit more of it full of it's at a big deposit of obsidian oh hey you heard this was black rock you see a big pile of it there's shards of it all kind of different sizes and everything but yeah this room is basically just full of obsidian and then all the lamps shut off after that after the door opens so yeah, um, Arcana check, it's, it's kind of the same thing as earlier. You sense that fog, so to speak, in the air. like Kind of like we're in a magical aura here. Um, but as for the the obsidian itself, this pile that you see in front of you, you don't sense anything magical on it. I'm going to look around, see if there's anything besides the obsidian or if there's anything hidden in the obsidian. Okay, so yeah, with um, 17, you see, again, there's two more torches at the door, kind of going in there. There's two more torches and two pieces of flint. Um, but as far as around the obsidian, um, you don't see, if you're looking for traps or anything, you don't see any traps. It's just um, kind of a big big deposit of obsidian, and it um, obsidian's pretty fragile, so you're able to, you know, kind of flake off pieces as you want pretty easily without much trouble or anything if you want we move on or did anyone want to pick up obsidian for some strange reason i put some flakes of obsidian into my pouch okay how many do you take just a couple i'll take like five okay anyone else grab any obsidian or yeah i think a couple okay so yeah, that's basically the end of that room. Just obsidian in there, but you're able to take some and put it in your bag. Then that door with the sun, this one here, um, opens up after that. All the sages are revealed to us. <laughs> so um, how far does that, that light travel that you... Okay, so it's... stop right there for a second. At 60 feet, you're able to see all the way across this chasm. Oh yeah, I'm drawing a line when I should be revealing. Hold on, let me... Uh, I'm able to see all the way across kind of this chasm here. There's a big chasm with a bridge, and at, at 60 feet, right at the edge of it, you're able to see two orcs standing on the opposite edge. Um, and as you see those orcs, um, because orcs do have night vision, or dark vision, they're able to see you, um, and they're kind of frozen kind of waiting to see what you guys do so you guys are at this end of the bridge the opposite of the bridge one orc has a bow and arrow the others has two kind of daggers in his hands and they're both kind of standing there waiting to see is it just basically they don't know if they're spotted or not yet but they definitely see the kaladin's light emanating off his chest. yeah for sure that's sort of destroying any chance we had for stealth um did that? And I can tell that they're orcs. Yeah, you can tell that they're orc. Okay. Can I call out to them in orcish? Just like, uh, here's. I'll do this in order to kind of fit the the translation to English. But 
Hello, hello there, friends. You don't belong here. You need to leave. No, I, no, I don't, him. but I... Drawing, there's a bill. Drawing his bow, because now he knows that they're seen, so he has his bow drawn. There's a big old spider back there. We don't want to get eaten, so we got to get out some other way. Yeah, you guys need to leave now. And then that orc with the two uh, daggers, he slashes one of those ropes on the on the bridge. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Surely we can work something out. Do you want... Can we give you some it's gold so to pass? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you casting that spell, Kava? Oh yes. All right, let's let's get initiative back up. To... <laughs> oh, man. So the top of the initiative is this orc with a bow. Um, and like I said earlier, they don't much care for outsiders, so they're gonna shoot at the cl the closest target, which seems to be Kaladin. Uh, Cali the Pally, sixteen. Okay, so he shoots at you, but he misses, and I don't think they have a second attack. This might be kind of risky. Yes, dimension door to appear on the other side. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to move or you want to stay right there next to him? You know what? Um, I'm going to move behind the archer. Just behind him? Yeah, behind him. See how far back I can yeah. go. Yeah, they're still looking across the bridge. Um, okay, so they haven't noticed me do yet. Do you want me to, Yeah, I can show you a bit more of the map. There's not much... If you want to move back even more, yeah, I'll do. You that. can move back more if you want. There's, there's not much. Like it kind of curve behind them. Be there's eventually kind of a, the tunnel kind of curves upwards, but you're able to. Okay, Roran, are you still t doing the insect thing? Or are you changing? You can change it up if you want. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the insect plague. Okay. Uh, all focused on them. <laughs> so the two orcs. Uh, Plus, oh. Medusa need to make a constitution save. So all of us take half the damage. You can roll for damage then. It will. So the two orcs plus Medusa take half half the damage. So that all these, what is that, locusts or just insects or just scorpions? Scorpions <laughs> show up all over there. Oh, they start biting the two orcs and Medusa and. Um, they definitely, even uh, trying to dodge out of the way, they still take a lot of damage. So I'll just go up to the the edge of the cliff and or the chasm and pull out my light crossbow. We'll say you load up three bolts all at once, and you, you aim at him and you fire. The first one misses. The second one hits him and kills him. And we'll say that third one goes all the way past to that, that other guy because they're kind of in a row there. Um, and he takes two, he takes the two damage, but he's still alive. But this one, the archer at the edge of the, the table or at the edge of the cliff there, um, that second bolt that you fired goes right through his forehead and, he, and he's, he's gone. So don't worry about him anymore. Okay. Um, but this one in the back is still alive. The other bolt hits him, does two damage, but he's still, he's still kicking. And then I think we go to Roran's turn. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna do a crossbow attack. See, so yeah, at 20 hits. Oh, okay, so, so how does he die from that? 
Uh, as he uh, is trying to struggle away from the locust, um, I just aim right uh, close to him, but it goes straight uh, through his head. All right, so he's he's dead, uh, but the bridge has has fallen. Both the yeah. chasm. Okay, I have hemp and rope. Uh, um, is I there anything we could tie? I have an arrow we... and a bow and attached it to the rope, but I need to, like, hit someone or something. Oh, I picked up two obsidian, too. So one Somebody of has to be the arrow's still. anchor. Yes. Uh, wait, hang on. I have... How good of a shot are you? <laughs> I'll set down my, um, my oh. bedroll and, like, stick it so he can try to shoot through... She can try to shoot through the bedroll and then we can tie it off to something. You know what? No, I probably should use their. What they had like a longbow or something, or should I just try shooting it through my light crossbow? Or does it matter? I would. I don't know if a crossbow would be able to put a rope into. That. Shoot. Okay, I guess I'll just try to make a an attack. What would that just be like? Dexterity or? Yeah, I think um, you could add your dexterity modifier to it. So whatever the roll is, plus whatever your dex. Oh no, I'm the wrong person for this. <laughs> I have zero integrity. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think that probably since the posts are still up, right, Randy? Yeah. He just cut so, the, yeah. the rope on one side and it fell Far into down. the fog. Oh, it's fog. Okay. Yeah, that's it's it's um Yeah, basically just fog. So you don't know what's below the fog. Yeah. I'll set up my, my backpack with the bedroll in it, and I'll be like, Medusa, shoot you. Take that, Fog. that orc bow with an arrow and the 30 feet of rope, and I guess I'm shooting at um. So make a, yeah, an attack roll. I guess your uh, d20 plus your dexterity modifier. <laughs> Which is zero. So just zero. Straight 20. <laughs> oh. It, it hits. <laughs> we'll say that bow pierces right through that, that bedroll. Um, you have 35 feet, so you're you're barely holding on to the other end. Um, so you got a rope. Uh, should I secure it to the bridge? Um, yeah, we just secure them to each of the opposing posts. Yeah. I... Kaladin's Kaladin's looking at Ignis and like looking at the ropes and looking back at Ignis and looking at the ropes is like, why don't I go first? All right. So you so you grab both. Uh, how do you do it? You grab both ropes and you're kind of shimming across, or you're trying to just tightrope across, or man, that's, I'm definitely not gonna try tightroping across. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I'm just gonna kind of grab both ropes and and I'll probably go out feet first and just kind of try to like slide my feet down and then like lock them in with you know the rope around the ankles and then pull forward on my with my arms and then do kind of the same thing and just kind of catap- slowly caterpillar across, I guess. Okay, so. Um... Make either a strength or dexterity, whatever's higher for you, and you can make it with advantage because <laughs> there's two of two ropes for you. Okay, nice. so yeah, you, you lead the way, and like you said, you're kind of caterpillar and you're you're scooting across, um, and you make it to the other end. So whoever's next, do the same thing with advantage. Make either a, a dex. The, the ropes feel tight and insecure and everything. Yeah, that's fine for you. Uh, Roaring, if you're next, make the same thing. Uh, so yeah, with the 19, you're able to, um, same thing, shimmy across it. About midway through, you start to kind of sway and you kind of lose your balance, but you kind of 
center yourself. You kind of take a deep breath, focus. You don't look down, and then you're you're, you're able to make it across. So then, uh, I think Roar, or Ignis, you're the last one to either a Dex or Strength, whatever you're better at. Yeah. You All right. Ignis. So Ignis, oh, so... you just kind of just pull yourself across with your sheer strength. You don't even really care <laughs> <laughs> about the balancing or anything. You're just you're just trucking along, pulling yourself with your arms, and you're like, okay, that was that was easy. By the time you get to the end. <laughs> You didn't even waver anything across the way. So all of you guys are across to the other end um, of the bridge. All right. So you guys um, kind of turn this corner here is a bend. It's also uphill a little bit. You guys are kind of turning a big kind of, <laughs> I guess, 180 degree kind of cut back as you're kind of going uphill. And as you kind of come into this next room, the first thing you, you see is the, uh, the stars above so it's definitely become nighttime since you guys dropped off kind of at sunset now it's nighttime you guys see all the way up throughout the the roof you know it's it's been dark and it's been a cave other than the light coming from kaladin's chest but now you see moonlight coming in through a big hole a big opening in the top of the cave and as that moonlight comes down you see it glistening off a big pile of um, obsidian stacked there Ooh. And then you see kind of on top of of that obsidian as you guys are kind of moving forward and seeing it. It's, it's quite a beautiful picture, actually, all this, the starlight, the moonlight reflecting off the obsidian um, until you kind of notice perched kind of on top of that pile of obsidian is a silver dragon. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, boy. So this dragon's still half asleep because um, it is nighttime. The dragon kind of raises his head. Man, I'm regretting not taking Draconic now. <laughs> the sure. dragon notices uh, kind of <laughs> people in its presence. <laughs> they kind of lift its head and it, it says, Leave your offering and you may pass. And then it kind of drops its head again. Um, okay, so what I accept like two obsidian. I'm going to go over to the pile and drop off the two obsidian. And then calmly, carefully go back. You may pass. Thank you for your offering. Oh. Does anyone not have obsidian? I have. Some. I don't. Oh. Hey, here, here. Kaladin, take, take, take a couple pieces. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, oh no! You, you are not orcs. Why have you come here? Normally, it's only orcs who pass, but you are obviously not orcs. Why are you? Why have you come to this cave? I think we're looking for a little girl, human girl. I don't know what you're talking about, but if you have an offering, just like the orcs, leave your black rock, and you may pass if you wish. I'll go drop off what I have of the obsidian. Now, is, Ooh, is, there area, is there an area behind the dragon? Yeah, uh, there is. There's not much to it. It's kind of the edge of the, the cave. So it's kind of this deep, big, open cave. Um, you know, like that, that wind you've been feeling from the beginning kind of pulling on you. It's kind of all going out this opening out the top. Um, but there's not much. There's, you can't see much back there behind him. Hmm. This is odd indeed. I appreciate your offering. You may pass. Yeah, I'll go drop the obsidian that Ronan handed to me. 
could you imagine if we didn't pick up any obsidian? We would have had a face like in a silver dragon. So the next room is uh, basically the main um, operations for the mine. You see a big, huge um, kind of pile of obsidian. It's kind of stacked all the way up to like the, I guess the roof within like this cave system. And you see a couple orcs um, working, you know, just kind of, they got their their chisels, their hammers, and they're just working away, trying to pull off, basically they're trying to pull off as big a piece of obsidian as they can to turn it into armor or to turn it into swords or to axes or hammers or whatever, but... Um, Want to stealth past them, I guess? Probably, yeah. Kellen's going to suck at that. <laughs> all right, everyone make a, a stealth at all if you guys are kind of... Yeah, I think Ignis and I yeah. have disadvantage from yeah. our heavy armor. Yeah, disadvantage. All right, well, it'll be fun to see what happens then. Let's... <laughs> okay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> clank, clank, clank. Oh my god, what are we... La, 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 la. <laughs> so, so immediately as you guys kind of enter this room... The super bright light from Kaladin's chest kind of catches all their attention. Uh, and all the orcs kind of like, as they're kind of working, they kind of catch this light over like their shoulder. And they all kind of turn in unison and see the four of you standing there. Um, none of them attack yet. Why are you here? You're not orcs. You don't belong here. Moving. <laughs> A little orc girl? This one closest to you is kind of the one you guys are talking to now. That's a little creepy. Our girls stay here. You guys shouldn't belong here. Look, this place um, belongs to the orcs. Outsiders aren't welcome. Okay, we'll just pass by then. No, you, you don't understand. You need to leave. You need to turn around and go the other way. You're not welcome here. As they're kind of circling, they're kind of blocking uh, your entrance deeper into it so they're waste targeting of time. their feet or something <laughs> <laughs> waste <of> time. <laughs> all right so uh man roaring got a taste of blood and he is out for it right now i've also hit surprise 25 misses <laughs> Yeah. Um, so basically what I'm doing is as as I'm bringing the blade up and or down, right? Because I'm trying to do it in one fluid motion. So like I'm drawing from the scabbard and like coming up and um, I'm rotating the sword in my hand. So I'm slapping him across the face with the blunt edge of the sword. And then I finish the swing up and then I start to bring it down and I bring it down across the top of the head of the other guy, a blunt edge down. Okay. So for both of them, is it non-lethal that you're trying to deal? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and if, I guess I'm trying to think of how much I can say in six seconds, right? And it's like, as I'm uh, hitting him with the, the blunt edge, I'm just like, we don't want to fight you. And I'm like, the big guy doesn't speak orcish. All he knows is you drew weapons in advanced. Uh, we will try this in light of what Asa just tried. Uh, I am going to also yell out, hey! Look, guys, we don't want to fight right now, and we know you're just protecting this area, but we're trying—we're on a mission to save uh, a young elf girl who needs some help and was apparently here at the mine. Classic. Ignis, you're up. Already. I guess following Kaladin's 
example, I'll use like the flat side of my great axe <laughs> and just attack the guy in front of me with non-lethal damage. <laughs> okay. That's like a great club. <laughs> so, all those hit. Let's roll him. let's roll the three damage. So sixteen. So after your second attack, um the guy you know, you're you're you got three attacks with the you know, the um hilt, I guess, of your axe. After the second one, you see his eyes kind of roll into the back of his head and he kinda of falls unconscious. So that third attack, do you want to use it on uh, one of the other ones, or did you want to still just hit him again? Uh, <laughs> I gotta make sure he's passed out. Um, <laughs> you see, yeah, you know, but after the second hit, you see that he, he's he's knocked out. He's he's sleeping there, but you still have that third attack <laughs> that you can. The other two are in range still, if you want to use it. Okay, I'll hit the guy to the right. I guess. All right. Um. To your right, so the, the guy kind of up here. Yeah, the the guy up there. Okay, so with your twelve <laughs> damage, he also gets knocked out <laughs> on this turn. Oh my god, that gift! <laughs> You're just <laughs> <laughs> and you knock out two of them. So. <laughs> Very good. You still have, I guess, your uh, your oh movement if you want to, but those those two are knocked out. The third one below you is still standing and still uh, awake. <laughs> I think I'll just end my turn here. I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so the turn, uh, the next turn is the guy that just got knocked out. Uh, you see there's one dead orc who's fallen to the ground. And these last two that Ignis is just kind of hitting, you notice he's hitting with the hilt. So those two fall down without any blood, brain, or anything. They, they seem to be unconscious. But this one next to... Uh, Next to Kaladin, I don't know if you can see that pinging. He's still, he's still ready to attack. He's still ready to go. He's still awake and ready to fight. I'm gonna so quietly sneak back over here, raise up my uh, quarter staff, and try to knock him unconscious. He's looking pretty beat up. All these hilts hitting him. He's pretty bruised and and battered, um, but he's still standing. Alrighty, I'll just turn to this guy and do more. <laughs> 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 oh man. So the 26 hits. So the last one. Okay, and that's enough to knock him out. Yeah. So I guess I could ask how you how do you want to knock him out? <laughs> but I guess you just hit him with the hilt. Yeah, just smack him right across the face. All right. So that one falls unconscious. Now you as you guys kind of survey this room, you see this huge kind of um, untapped mine of obsidian. It's just kind of coming right off the mountain. Like Asa said earlier, it used to be a volcano. So it's just this obsidian just, just needs to be tapped and harvested with an axe. Um, and then next to you... You said there was three... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Three knocked out orcs. So, Do they have any now, obsidian on them? Um, I mean, I guess I have a little bit on them. These uh, chests and everything are filled with obsidian, though, if you guys want to take. If we could wake them up, I have a spell that we could maybe get some information out of them with. That may be good. It's called Zone of Truth! Oh, you copycat. Okay, um, well, I have Lay on Hands. You want to wake them up? 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly how this works. Uh, so I, I guess I just want to give him like one or two hit points, um, to just to bring him up out of unconsciousness. He he wakes up. What? What's going on? What? Who are you? All right, and I'm, and I'm speaking to him in, in Orcish. Right, yeah, I was, was going to say, let's assume this is in Orcish. Was... Yeah. All right, listen, friend. We all came through here. We're looking for someone, and you and your boys kind of jumped on us. Outsiders aren't welcome. That's the rule. Well, I, okay, I get that, but we're here now. Why am I tied up? <laughs> because we beat you, and we didn't want to kill you, so we tied you up instead. Listen, whether you like it or not, we're, guy, we're coming through Did you kill my here. friends? <laughs> no. One of your friends was killed, yes. Oh, man. Chieftain's not going to like that. He's going yes, to get you. We're going to apologize to the Chieftain, all right? That's the next thing on the docket. But we need to know. He don't much do care you... for apologies. <laughs> what does he care for? Money? Does he like no. gold? He likes to keep Does to himself. Obsidian? You see, outsiders aren't welcome here. Have you seen a little girl? A little elven girl? Uh, I, not little. She's about... She's like a young adult. Who, I'm not telling you nothing. You, he, that's right. You aren't telling me anything right now. That's right. I, I, you, just hmm. Let me go. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll tell you something. Yeah, okay. We're going to try something else here. She casts on a truth. <laughs> I'm going to ask you again. Have you seen an elven woman pass through here? Yeah, there's one with one with Grog. Yeah, there. Why was she with Grog? Do you know? She, elven woman? She was more like a, I don't know, maybe elf, I guess. She looked more like a human to me. But yeah, Grog had a, um, a blonde haired girl with her when he came through the village today. Or yesterday, ah, man, my head hurts. I don't think it was yesterday. Let, let me help you with that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put lay on hands on him again to help his headache. Okay. Oh yeah. We're not. How much does that restore the lay on hands? I I think it's just one hit point. I can do up to okay. sixty hit points. Um, listen, I'm sorry about your head. All right, we want to make that right. I was actually feeling better. Actually. Yeah, you say outsiders aren't allowed here, but then you tell me that a blonde hair gal, uh, elven or human gal, whoever it is, came through here. So I need to know, are outsiders allowed here, or is there exceptions made? Well, I guess if you, uh, yeah, if you marry the chief, you get an exception to that, I assume. Marry the chief? I'm not going to marry the chief, what did you say? Is that, is that what he said? That's what he said, that's uh. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna marry the chief. What are you talking about? No, not not. I'm asking. I'm clarifying. You said she's marrying the chief. Yeah, uh, that's what. I, that's my understanding. He brought in this elf and okay. a human girl. He's gonna take her as his wife. There, yeah. She came in willingly. It was. She seemed happy. I mean, I I just saw them pass I'm through gonna, the market and. Go up to his palace. I mean, I, there was no chains or anything. I, I assumed. I'm, I'm gonna snap my fingers and get Roran over here. Roran, come here and listen to this. Yes. Now you tell him what you just told me. Who are you? What? 
This says this is my friend. He's good. He's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, there's a. Uh, the jeep came through yesterday through the market with a, uh, with a, human woman. Half elf, half human is what it looked like. Woman, blonde hair. She seemed happy to be with them. I don't know. Why are you guys asking me this question? Who are you? Why do I? Why am I keep? Why am I still talking? <laughs> We're here to help. Is there something that we can do to get on your chief's good side? You don't much like outsiders. Uh... Yeah, but he's marrying an outsider. So, I mean, I'm getting some conflicting reports from you. What's your name? <laughs> My name doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. All right. Doesn't matter. Uh, listen, we're getting conflicting reports of information from you. You're saying you don't like outsiders. He's marrying an outsider. Look, I don't know falls, what to believe. If he falls in love with you, maybe he'll he'll let you through. But if oh, not, well, then yeah, bastard. he's gonna he's gonna drop his glaive on you like a like a watermelon in a collard show. Oh, you know? So he like he likes he likes fruit. Fruit? Uh, no, there's no fruit up here. On this. He uh, likes to chop. You just said he likes to chop fruit. That was a pop culture reference. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you guys get different TV down there off the mountain. But... Listen, my intelligence isn't all that good, so. What's TV? First off, why why would Grog want to marry an outsider or a half-elven or an elven? I don't know. She ain't an orc. I don't know why. Because of true love, that's why. I don't know. Was she running away from something? Are we are we trying to bring back a girl who don't want to be brought back? Does she want to be out here? God, she definitely seemed happy. I saw her walking through the courtyard. She wasn't fighting or nothing. Well, well according to our little conversation with... Uh, oh, no. I forgot his name. The cart right. Enaro? Uh, Captain Enaro? Well, <laughs> the, the guy who drove you out was named Lucius, but... Lucius. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Lancel. Nope. Um, Lucius told us that she, he's been seeing her, you know, sneaking out out of a, a state every once in a while, usually in the middle of the night. I don't know, no, Lucius. I don't know what you're talking about. What's with the dragon? The dragon? We give him a black rock and he, you know, he watches over us, makes sure we're safe. Alright, well, your dragon let us in, so... Did you give him... You're, we're gonna tell your chieftain that. He doesn't care. Not, if you give him Blackrock, he's happy. That's all. That dragon. He doesn't do a good job protecting you, then. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We beat you. That dragon, all he cares about is that the shiny black rocks. You give him that, he, he'll let you do whatever you want. He doesn't care. So is that your sole purpose? Just to give him shiny black rocks? What? No, we harvest it and we trade it, and it's it's how we're able to survive out here. We trade black rock for the things we need and goods and food and grain to, to you know to plant, food to eat, and other you know tools and weapons and stuff. We trade black rock for it all. You got a lot of contact with the Bearkin clan out here. Bearkin, I don't know. Bearkin, I. I mine, I give it, and I go home. I don't know what you're talking about. I've answered all your questions. I don't know why, even. I, something feels funny here, but... 
just want to cast an arcana check on the mound of obsidian. Okay, um, the arrow that Medusa shot into my bedroll earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it sharp at all? Uh, sharp enough to stick to a bedroll. What do you? <laughs> what do you? Mean? Yeah. Um, okay, basically, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna drop the arrow a little bit out of his uh, out of his reach here. Be like, okay, when the other two guys come to, you can work together and you can get this arrow and you can cut your bonds and get out of here, all right? We're not trying to hold you hostage. We're not trying to hurt you. You need to understand we don't want any trouble. You can let your chieftain do whatever he's going to do to us when we get there. But you won't be harmed unless... I'll tell okay, you that right well, that's now. fine, but let me just say to you, let your chieftain kill us. If you come after us, we will kill you, too. Can you, can you, can you do that for he me? He doesn't Not need no business? help. He's going to kill you. Doesn't matter? What's his, What's your name? Doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. All right. Well, here's your escape. We're not going to hurt you. Thanks for answering my questions. And um, can I, like, <laughs> can I punch him with my gauntlet in hand to try and... <laughs> To try and knock him out again. Yeah, I guess make an attack roll and see if it <laughs> just I don't know. Attack uh, D twenty plus your dex, I guess, and then see if it Oh Yeah, yeah. that yeah, you knock him out. <laughs> you... <laughs> Basically when they all three of them wake up they can work together and escape. Okay. Well, all right. Well that yielded a little bit. So what's this about the girl wants to marry the the orc chieftain? I don't feel right about going after her if she's out here on her own free will. I don't know about you. Do we need to confirm this, or are we just going to drop the whole... Uh... Well, we got to bring something back to them, uh, right? Yes, and I want that gold. Huh. <laughs> um, right I think it'd be best to confirm with some sort of information to give to her father, if not bring her back. Uh... And hopefully what she's not charmed this? against her whip. Nope. Oh, there we go. Uh, so it's kind of this train hub, but because it's nighttime, it's empty. So for at least a little while, you got the courtyard to yourself, and it's empty. Okay, so we just need to go around the water waterfall or climb up it somehow? You see these towers? There was guards in there, but they kind of got distracted by... I want to investigate nice. nearby the waterfall. Is there like a hidden entrance behind it or something? Or um... Yeah, you see the water rushing down hard. Um, you can't really see through the waterfall. Roar and you start staring at the waterfall too. And kind of the same thing. You're, you, you just see water rushing down. <laughs> Ignis is not even sure no, what he's seeing. Is this is this the waterfall? Is this, <laughs> is this what it is? But <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and, uh, is there a Kaladin too? You you know what he heard? Uh, or you guys all think of what you heard? Check out the waterfall. But you guys are looking at that waterfall, and you don't really see see much of anything. <laughs> uh, even with your uh, nature and Arcana check, it looks like a waterfall. It's not a magical waterfall. There's real this is terrible. there's real water rushing down. Guys, this is beautiful. <laughs> is there a is there enough room to try to like inch kind of like behind the waterfall? Or yeah, I mean, I guess make a 
uh, either a strength a strength check for that because the water's coming down pretty hard. Good try. Um, what do these buildings look like around here? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I'd say make an investigation for you too. Let's make a new one because you were investigating the waterfall. Now you're investigating the buildings. Let's make a new investigation. <laughs> um, they're sales stalls, so it's definitely a marketplace. Um, so that one in the middle um, looks like it was selling something. The one over there by you looks like you know it kind of has this little outcove that sells sells more stuff, but because it's nighttime, everything's kind of closed up. Um, you can't quite tell what they're selling during the daytime, but you can tell that this is kind of the market, the central market, where everyone kind of comes down and and buys good uh, goods for the for their living in this you know commune, but. You can't quite make out what what store is which. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Ignis, you see about the same. Uh, Roran, you notice that over here? Can you see that green circle? Or am I hiding oh. it from you guys? No, I can see it. Oh. Okay. This one right outside, like, the cave entrance, that's the one that sells the swords and the axes and the oh, daggers. The and stuff. Yeah, so you guys see some. Uh, Roran sees through the window... It's kind of locked up, but um, not too hard. The all the obsidian weapons that the orcs claim to use. So. Other than that, the other ones just look like maybe produce, or the middle one looks like it's got some ice. Maybe it stores fish there. With an eighteen, was I able to find some kind of pass behind the waterfall? Okay, so yeah, you you kind of stick your your head through, and you see that there's something back there. You're not quite, you can't quite make it through the rushing water altogether, but you see that there's an opening behind the waterfall. I'm going to check to uh, Ignis and someone a little more uh, stronger than my. Like I said earlier, Medusa noticed something kind of behind the waterfall, but. I think Medusa wanted Ignis to go through the waterfall or something like that. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, like a, a strength stronger. I mean, you can't really overpower a waterfall. The, over, the waterfall is pretty strong. Um, but I guess maybe make another investigation. Hopefully it'll be better than before. If you guys can look around. Okay, so with a 15, we'll say you notice on one side of the waterfall is a chain that goes all the way up to the top. You look like you're kind of getting out of the market into kind of where people live, and it's a little, it's pretty quiet and you know, stuff like that. But yeah, uh, Ignis, you notice a chain on one side I of the waterfall. All right, just... make a strength, a strength uh, check, strength save. All right, so you're you're putting your strength into it. It starts to move a little bit, uh, but then it kind of pulls up and. Um, you notice some some give, but not enough to to cause whatever. I try to help out Ignis with pulling the chain. I try with two people. <laughs> oh, thank you, Roran. Uh, sure. Eleven, nineteen, and nice. twenty. So all three of you are able to pull this chain, and it goes. Uh, and you feel some sort of counterweight kind of balance it out, um, but you realize um, it's not enough. No matter how hard you pull this chain, there's some other force that needs to kind of 
pull on this too. Another chain somewhere. And it kind of eventually it kind of goes up. So you guys are pulling over here on this side of the waterfall. Oh, so there's probably a chain on the other side. Yeah, if, if you're looking for a chain, um, you you find it. You see a chain on the other side. So there's okay. a chain on each side of the waterfall. Good, try to pull it. Oh, no. <laughs> I need Okay, help. so I say Ignis stays on one side to pull. Me and Medusa will try to pull on the other side. Ignis, Roran, and Medusa, they all pull together. All right, ready? One, two, three. And they all kind of pull together on the chain, and they feel kind of the counterweight kind of shift into place. And as they do, they notice something kind of protrudes through the waterfall, splits the waterfall open, and you see that behind the waterfall is a staircase that leads upwards to somewhere. Uh, I I run up, but... <laughs> It's so, okay. So once this waterfall parts, yeah. okay, it's a spiral staircase, and it leads up, and it leads out to this cave with another kind of waterfall right next to the door, and this beautiful little pond um, where you're still in the cave, and you see out kind of outside of the cave um, leads towards um, kind of this big, uh, a a bigger house that you've seen yet in this thing. It must be the... And you guys are all up at this Whoa. store, yeah, where, where Ignis moved. You guys can all move up there if you want. And you guys are you guys are inside this cave, but you can see out of the cave is this huge sort of um, palace. Pure. Yeah, I guess as you kind of turn the corner, you see a couple orc guards, um, and then you see a another orc with a big glaive, as well as another orc with sort of a staff. Um, can you guys see those orcs, those four orcs that showed up now? Yes. And then uh, kind of behind these two orcs, um, which are definitely more ordained than the other two, these look, these two over here just look like kind of basic guards. These two look like uh, very decorated. They have the nicest armor out of all of them. And behind them stands a large dragon. The silver oh. dragon? It's a young silver dragon. He may or may not have ratted you out to the chieftain. And they're waiting for you to come. So they see us. Well, they're uh, waiting for you. They may not see you over here, but they're basically, they know you're, because of the dragon, um, told them you're coming. They... And I guess I'll just come out and be like, no harm, no harm in Orcish. So yeah, no when, harm. When you get there, they see you. Why have you come here? You guys are intruders, and you're not welcome. We came looking for a girl, Kira. Yeah, she does not want to go with you. Turn around and go home, okay? I don't want to kill you, but I will if you step any closer. Uh, okay, at this point, I'm just going to try to distract them, and I'm not going to move any closer, but I'm going to try to distract them and give Medusa time to get inside. And... If I can move, I'm just going to use my remaining movement to go further. Okay, Medusa, make a stealth check, but with advantage. Okay. Make sure you don't bump into any anything and make any noise or anything, but... Yeah, that would be... I have zero on stealth. Oh, what is... But you have advantage because you're invisible. Woo! Okay, so yeah, you're, you're working along the edge of that, that house there, and 
you notice each and every little you know post or column that might trip you up or something you're able to you're able to sneak to where you are without any making any noise or anything and then again the the, the guy if you're looking at this party you guys are able to recognize these two in the front are kind of just guard orcs this guy talking is would be the chieftain uh, this guy over here who hasn't said anything has a staff so you, you can assume he's the shaman you know, with the dragon behind him um, clearly you guys are outnumbered you need to go home now or you will die that's what the chieftain says I am Grok who are you you know what I don't care you need to turn around and leave your intruders and intruders aren't welcome here now is the girl Kira here of her own free will Kira what we're not here just says Kira well, actually, who sent you? Uh, why? Why are you here? We are. Uh, Roran, you want to field that one? <laughs> I don't know no Rorans. You guys need to go, like I said, or I will kill you. Listen, Kira's father is worried about her. She left without any information for him. He thinks she's. Did Did Lord Craven sent you? Yes. Oh my gosh. Tell him I'm not selling the property. Go home. I don't care what you're offering. I'm not selling. Can he have Kira back? No. <laughs> if you if you want Kira, you're going to have to get her through my dead body. And he starts advancing on you guys. Do I need to roll investigation to try to find her inside the building? Or... <laughs> That's a good question. You're inside. Um, now let's say you walk through the door and uh, kind of peering through the, the opening, kind of watching everything going on outside is a, you know, 18-year-old blonde, half-elf, half-human woman. She's kind of peering outside, watching everything that's going on. Does she look all right? Yeah. So if you speak, she freaks out. Because oh, no. <laughs> um, you're invisible. Oh. Kidnap? No. Who? Who are you? Uh, Where? Who am I talking to? This is weird. Why do I hear a voice? Yeah, my name is Medusa. I'm not normally invisible. I just drink a potion. Your your father thought you were kidnapped and wants to see oh, you. Oh my gosh, home. my father. He's such a control freak. He always tries to control me. No. Oh my gosh. He... Who are... Are you talking to my father? You're working for my father? Tell him I'm not going home. Well. And then uh, these... These orcs are advancing. Yeah, I, I'm saying. stepping between like Roran and Ignis, and I'm I'm actually going to like lay my greatsword on the ground and hold my hands out. No harm. We don't want to fight. So this sword, we came we came for information. It's gonna grab your greatsword from you and take it. Okay. And move back. 
I guess and this sword is gonna come one? forward. Which one? Which one? Which one took the sword? Medusa. This one here. Do you see my green circles? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad okay. you're safe. And this one here. Um, while whatever going on, the chieftain. They said, he's gonna say again. You know, tell Craven, I'm not selling. I don't care what he's offering. You need to leave. I don't want to do business with you or his people anymore. Gonna move. We're not here to we're not here to do Lord Craven's uh uh real estate business. Then why are you here? On the girl. I'm gonna whisper to Roran's uh, ear. It's all true. She's here on her of her own will. Are we sure? I'm pretty sure, unless she's charmed. Okay. Can you retroactively roll an insight. I don't. Sneak <laughs> <laughs> back in there. Wait. Uh, the one who um, took the sword is the one in front of us? This one here. He's got Paladin oh, no. the Paladin's great sword. Is there any okay. charm magic? Damn, with these rolls, Danny. This is amazing. Dang. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, with that. So, uh, a 27 Arcana. Um, again, you sense that, that kind of fog in the air. You know, it's a kind of a magical area. Um, but when you kind of focus through the fog on Kira specifically to see if there's any sort of magical spells cast on her, um, there is not. There's currently no spells cast on her. Okay, I think it's, I think it's just... I'll, I'll do an insight just to be safe, but I think it's just love, you guys. I think we should get out of here. <laughs> I mean, insight, you, you look at her as you're as you're kind of talking to her while you're invisible and um, the biggest thing you kind of get from looking at her her actions is she's freaked out by talking to some sort of invisible being. Obviously she's, <laughs> she's scared. Um, you don't sense that she's straight up lying or anything like that um, but you, the most thing is she's scared that she's talking to this invisible voice that just showed up in her house basically. That's mostly what you get. Understandable. the 16 make my way back um yeah so basically I, i'm wrap, wrapping this up with uh we're not here to do lord craven's real estate business we had no idea that was anything he asked us to look for information for his daughter if your daughter if his daughter is safe and she's here of her own free will we want nothing to do with that and we will go you will go and, and i think how many have you I'm, killed coming into this place and he turns back to this guy back here because they're all kind of closing in on you. And this guy back here holds up the number three. And so this guy says, three, you've killed three of my people. So I demand three of your lives and you may go. Whoever fourth that you're remaining. Well, there's only, <laughs> I guess he only sees three of you. So he's like, three lives for three lives. And then we'll be even. Because he doesn't see Medusa. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not what's gonna happen here. When this dragon's coming closer. Anyone have a suggestion spell or I don't know, something we, we need to persuade him or just, you know, run the heck out of here. So this is the sh the shaman? Yeah, this is the shaman. He he snaps his staff on the ground, the earth underneath you erupts into these boulders and rocks and stuff. Um and so Medusa you're outside now too, right? Yeah. So you got to make a dexterity saving throw too. 
Um, so you can take half of the damage. Yeah, everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so you guys all uh, pass. <laughs> so you feel this cold. <laughs> you feel this kind of. You feel this cold wind this whole whole day, kind of. But you feel kind of this cold wind um, rush up against you. Um, but it's not cold enough to quite cause you any loss of HP. So you guys are all. You guys are all fine. Okay, so we'll go to chieftain himself but it, if I remember right he's both blind and held so he needs to make a constitution and a wisdom <laughs> save I believe it's that uh, poor hydra from way back when all those status that we just covered it with so the constitution he succeeds I'm guessing wisdom he does not so he's he can see again but he can't quite um move he opens his eyes and he sees you know everything happening in front of him he, he tries to move forward to make an attack on one of you guys but for some reason as he as he tries to move forward he just he just can't he's just kind of stuck there so um we'll call that his turn and we'll go to the dragon oh boy <laughs> let me pull up the dragon's sheet <laughs> and the dragon uh We'll fly up in the air um, and then kind of project his cone down so that it hits what he sees as the three of you. Um, but it will also kind of get um, Medusa in it. And it's. He's going to breathe his, uh, his breath weapon on you. Nice. So, Kaladin, you save. Um, Ignis oh. saves, but Roran and Medusa both fail their save and take. Oh man, what kind of breath weapon is Cold. this? Cold. Cold damage. damage. Wow. Wait, wait. Um, guys, Kaladin's not looking so great. Terrifying. That would have been bad. I'd rather fight a chromatic over a, a metallic there. <laughs> and so the dragon is still. Um, let's see if he could fly. He's about 15 feet above everyone, and that'll be the end. No, let's say 20 feet above everybody, and that's the end of his turn um then we go to the first orc um which they look the same but i think <laughs> is i think we'll say it's this one over here by kaladin he still doesn't see you know that magic spell passes by him he doesn't see medusa there um, but he does see kaladin so he's gonna swing his great axe at kaladin oofa doofa Oh my god. Uh, yeah, Kaladin falls unconscious. Oh. Damn, your first session, Randy, where'd it go? <laughs> first blood. Been a kill Asa for years. <laughs> Alright, well, um, we would turn to Kaladin's turn to see. I'm freaking out. Oh boy. Okay, one success. He's gonna cast this spell. Level five, Enervation on Ignis. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna run over to Kaladin, uh, having PTSD from Mr. Webby. 
and try to spare the dying cantrip. Okay. So stable, does that mean one hit point, or does that mean... What does stable mean? I thought it was one <laughs> hit point. Um, I don't remember if it's one hit point or if it just means I don't have to make death saving throws. Paladin, or uh, Kaladin the Paladin uh, blinks his eyes a little bit. He's, he's, he's awake. He's not doing too good, but he's awake. Uh, and I'm going to hand him two, two of my uh, just minor potion healing potions. Alright, I'm just going to attack the orc that's right in front of me. Yeah, it takes all three blows to kill him, but how do you how do you finish off this orc underneath you? Set off. Alright, that's a good way to do it. So yeah, yeah one orc uh, down. You guys don't belong here. I don't know why you've come, but you forced my hand. And you're going to try to break free again from the uh, spell. It's wisdom, right? It's not a strong suit. That fails. So you still can't move as long as... You can keep the element you guys, but you still can't move. You move to this orc. He's actually going to um, just kind of stand here, and he's actually going to just ready... Can you guys see this orc here? I'm trying to go easy on you now, but uh, he's going to cast Firebolt again, this time on Ignis, because he's still kind of in this in the area, so he's going to... That just like an immediate hit, or no? Uh, Twenty-six. So that probably hits, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then three D10 is the damage. But I'm also resistant to fire, so it'll be half. Okay. So yeah. So you take half of the fifteen. So like eight. Yeah. You take eight fire damage, and then we move to Roarin. Shield of or a wall of blades, just uh, right within the range of the shaman, all within that five foot radius. Like around him, basically. Yeah. So he's. It's a vertical okay. wall of whirling razor sharp blades. <laughs> he's gonna take sixty ten slashing damage. Right. Yes, that is. Okay. So yeah, he's all. Cut up, but he's still he's still standing back there. God, no, I don't think anything can kill Ignis. Honestly, Dude, Ignis is my against. Do you guys are still able to run? I mean, that passage is open. You... Uh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll try to back away and have two attacks of opportunities come up. You could disengage, you disengage as an action, and then I don't get any attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh. Then I guess I'll do that. Ugh. You're right. I, I'm my action is to besides running out as Ignis runs past me, I'm gonna reach out and grab his shoulder and Ignis, I'm gonna give you thirty seven hit points back. Well that's just lovely, thank you. <laughs> Which takes me to zero on my lay on hands, so I am all out of healing. Okay. Uh your move you have your movement too, right, Isa? Yeah, my, my idea was to just continue running. Okay. If you guys are all retreating, I mean, it'd be back to Ignis if you're retreating too. They're not going to pursue you. Um, so if that's the case, we can say Medusa too. I mean, you're invisible over here. They're not going to... 
come attack you if you want. I'm able to get unparalyzed now and Yeah, I mean if you guys are all retreating and they're not following you, then I then the initiative would be over unless it's anyone come over here. is trying to attack them. Yeah, they don't they don't pursue you. They let you they let you flee. We are going to have such a talk with that lord. <laughs> hey, hey, Korak's nice. there. Korak, <laughs> what are you doing here? Okay. Open both of them and, like, down them. So, so, so while you guys are safe in that cave, they're not pursuing you. You haven't quite got back into the other cave system. Why don't you guys figure out what uh, what it is? What's your, what's your plan of attack now? Punch the lord. <laughs> I think we need to freaking go back to River Shroud and have some words with our dear friend there. He sent us here as an extermination force. That's what it sounds like. He wants the orcs land, and he sent us here to kill them all. But then what's with, the, sounds what's like... with this daughter? I insight checked her. I did arcana. I couldn't find anything funny about it. I say it's love, and let's just get out of here and not die. The problem is, is that we've all been sensing Arcana in this setting, even if it's not on her. I mean, that might be a, a Dragon's Lair thing. It could just be the... Well, what do you guys say? So, uh, we're assuming Lucius just left us here, right? No. I mean, he said he would wait. Uh, oh. He's waiting. How nice of him. With the caves, I mean... He's excited to see Kara again. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, you guys have mostly cleared out the the caves. Um, if you guys want to make it back to Lucius, I can say, yeah, you guys, the doors are still open and all that stuff, if you know, still if you want. Hard. Yeah, let's head yeah. back down. Yeah, that's fine. We'll see you go through the cave. Those three um, orcs you tied up are struggling to get that piece of arrow that you left on the ground they're still tied up you guys just kind of casually walk by i kick it a little bit further away <laughs> from them <laughs> as you walk through the dragon's lair um the dragon's still gone the pile of obsidian is there um as you guys cross back through the bridge those ropes you left before are there and since fun. you guys have done it before you could say that you know you, you cross over it again without having to make dexterity rolls and stuff like that the doors and the lamps are still still lit. The doors are open. Um, you're welcome to check out that spider if you want, but... Nope. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you leave the spider oh, alone. Geez. And uh, because it right is taking forever, we'll say you get back on the cart. Lucius is out there. Wait, where... You guys are back. Where's, where's Kira? What? What are you talking about? Are you guys being pursued? Get, get in. Yes. Where's where where is she? Oh, she's long gone. I think she's beyond she, saving. She's dead. Oh no, she's fine. But also what? a little taken in with the orcs here. What do you mean take taken in? They they uh, they took her in. And they... She wants to stay. You guys talked to her and she said that. I don't I don't believe it. She we tried to rescue her. She did not want rescuing. Really? Are you sure she wasn't being mind controlled? They have that shaman who's got mind control. 
We have Very done 40 nice. checks on her. We're pretty sure she's okay. Wow, maybe... The one she was sneaking out to see would be an orc? That's weird. It's not like her, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I... I don't know. I mean, if you guys said you talked to her... I mean, you know, weren't you saying you've seen her kind of, like, go off into the night a few times? I mean... Probably yeah, I mean, I, I, entire time. I thought maybe she had a secret admirer, a secret friend, but I never thought it'd be an orc. Well, there you go. Huh. So she, she was happy? She's... She seemed out wow. of it to stay. Well, well good for her. What, what about guess. you guys? We're hurting. Take Please. us to the hospital. <laughs> okay. He's not going to be happy if you don't have his daughter. Are you sure you want to go back to him? Hey, we're not happy. He should be worried about us. I don't know. He's got a he's got a mean temper. Ooh, the real boss. <laughs> Cora? Sorry, I'm not here. <laughs> you want to pick up any tieflings along the way? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hop in if you guys want to go back. Um, I, I, I could take you back. It's just I don't, I don't think you'll be happy if you don't have Kira with you. But I guess that's for you guys to deal with, not me. Yeah, it's about a two-hour ride, so everyone can take a short rest. Thank God. Have... You guys are going back to Lord Craven. Mm-hmm. I'll have Frumpkin keep watch while we rest. Okay. So, um. Lucius is there talking to Frumpkin, telling him about horses and all the stuff that he loves. You know, how this horse is better than that horse and about this and that. Will you guys kind of rest <clears throat> in the back of the cart, recover a little bit? Um, so if anyone else besides Kaladin needs some hit dice, now's the time. Pulls up to the front gate, just like you saw before. There's the guards on the side. The gate opens wide open because they notice it's this, the cart that's theirs and it's... Um, Lucius driving and everything, so they don't they don't have any hesitation. You wind up that long driveway just like you saw before. Um, then you kind of make your way into um, his office, and you're met with Craven and Captain Inaro. Well, I don't like this at all. It just looks like we're walking into another boss fight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So, his office is not very big. Uh, so, as you walk in, Cap- um, Lord Craven kind of st- stands up. So, where is she? Where's Kira? Don't tell me. Was she... Was she being controlled by that shaman? Sort of grease spell or something like that? <laughs> controlled by a grease spell. You're That's funny. Awesome. What? Where, where's my daughter? Your daughter did not want to come with us. She was obviously under some sort of mind control. Did you guys kill the shaman or the chieftain? Zone of truth! Is that how Caliban uh, <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> He shouts it. <laughs> 
It is a verbal spell. Oh man, okay. So Lord Craven, he's uh he's he's pretty charismatic. Yeah. Pretty charismatic. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh. That doesn't save, does it? A fifteen. It does. I have a fifteen spell okay. save. So yeah, the zone yeah. pops down around him and yeah. What what are you doing casting the spells on me? Why have you not returned to my daughter? Um Man, I knew I should have called the strike to do a job like this. You guys have been an utter disappointment. You know what? Look, you don't even need to cast these spells. You guys failed bringing back my daughter. You guys get no gold, and um, you'll be lucky if you leave this office with your lives. You sent us out there to kill those orcs, didn't you? Yeah, and you couldn't even do that. You sent us out there to kill those orcs so that you could take their land. Ever since those orcs moved in and capitalized on that obsidian, they haven't shared it with any of us. Do you know the weapons we could make with that obsidian? Do you know how powerful and strong we can become with that stuff? I'm going to pull this holy, my Agrishad's holy symbol. Do you know what this means, sir? No, I have no idea. Get that out of my face. Do you know what this means? And he pulls out his uh, his staff. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am the messenger for the God of Justice, and you, sir, have just sent me and my friends out there to kill a bunch of innocent orcs. You are coming with me. No, I am not. <sighs> you guys, I was hoping you could go kill those orcs for me uh, and save my daughter or kill my daughter. I don't even care. She's my stepdaughter anyways. I'm, but... I'm grappling him right now. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to have to go into initiative then. <laughs> but there's only two of them, so that might be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they turn into two silver... Okay, so you guys, um, you know, he's not happy with you in your turn. Roran, you cast Detect Good and Evil, and you sense uh, nothing but evil, really, from these two. And so Craven um, says, well, if you guys have come to fight, then fight we shall. Taps his, his cane that he's had in his hand, you know, because he's kind of like an old businessman. He taps it on the ground and he's transformed into much more of a mage looking. His cane turns into a staff. His kind of business or nobleman looking attire turns into long kind of purple robes. Um, and you realize he's not just a, a businessman, but he is uh, definitely some sort of spellcaster. And he's going to start with Tasha's hideous laughter. On this big paladin standing right next to him. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. So, um... Oh, man, I just start laughing at how absurd the situation is. I think it's like, he steps back, I try to grab him, he dodges out of the way, he turns into a wizard-looking dude, and I go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I just can't stop. I'm going to not get too much louder. I'm going to wake up my neighbors. There you go. He's also going to move away from you while you're laughing. Kind of move behind his captain. Captain Inaro. Um, let's see. This is here. He's not much of a spellcaster, but he does have... He's going to attack Roran with his battle axe. And because, much like Ignis, he is a fighter, he has two more attacks. So he's going to attack Roran again and again. Does the uh, 16 hit, Roran? 16 does not hit. Okay. So take the 9 plus 11. So uh, 20 slashing damage from Captain Inaro here standing right next to you. As he goes to fight, he kind of shoves everything off the desk that was there, and he, he swings with his axe and gets you two out of the three times. But it's your turn, so you can... Yeah, those, those both hit. Super pissed. And I'm actually <laughs> going to use Agrishot's short sword right now. So yeah, he takes, you know, he takes them both. Takes some damage, but he's still standing. Uh, any movement or anything? Are you good? Okay. So still within five feet of him. Yeah. Okay. Medusa. Or Magusa. <laughs> right. I'm going to lock eyes with the wizard and do petrifying gaze. <laughs> All right. I hope you warn us not to look at you. I mean, you know, if you look behind, that's your own fault, <laughs> This is, <laughs> This is seriously like I have been waiting for this moment <laughs> since, the, <laughs> since the second that she joined the group. So it's a constitution. Oh, you failed it by one point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a strange creature can, um, um, can repeat the saving throw when it takes damage and at the end of its next turn, ending the effect, effect on its success. If the creature fails three saves against this effect, it becomes petrified. Last until the creature is freed by a greater restoration spell or similar magic. Once you use this trait, you can't use it again. So, I'm I'm in a battle of I, I. Okay, so the three fails and he's petrified? Kaladin, Paladin. Uh, alright, can I, was Tasha's hideous laughter, is it at the end of my turn I make uh, this save, or can I try to make this save at the beginning of my turn? At the end of each of its turns, and each uh, time it takes damage. Does that save? 16? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Damn it. <laughs> Ignis, it's your turn. I'm gonna run up right in between. Um, let's see. I want to attack the the wizard. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to do trip attack with my Greeks. I'm gonna make him shatter into stony fists. So 28 hits, and then you add their superiority dice. Add one d10 to the attack. Yes. Nice. Okay, so he falls. Nice. Prone, which makes Kaladin laugh even harder. <laughs> uh, because he takes damage, though he also will make another um, Constitution save against the petrification. Fail. 
fail. Okay. <laughs> so he falls to the and ground. And then, and then I have more attacks. So let's, let's use them. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess I'll just keep attacking the wizard. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, those both hit. Holy crap! Stop, dude. Ignis is such a beast. Can you imagine how scary it would be to have this dragon that's like the size, half the size of your office, like standing over you, just wailing on you with the. Who can again? Yeah, he uh, it takes a beating as he's on the ground. <laughs> just drop your axe into him. Stop. Stop. Uh. That's not professional. Pretty much my turn, yeah. Unless you want to override him. He's already knocked like your answer. Double knockdown. Three attacks, right? So yeah, then if it's Craven's turn, he's gonna use all of his movement just to stand up. But he also needs to make another. Uh, constitutions. I mean, as long as. Uh, oh yeah, I think he's petrified, anyways. He, he's stone, stone statue. So he's he's starting to stand up, oh. anyways. And as he's kind of starting to stand up, Ignis is raising his axe to him, anyways, and uh, he just kind of becomes stone, kind of midway. <laughs> midway Way between a prone and a stand. Oh my god. All this oh, Danny, this is like Christmas for me right now. <laughs> and then uh, we go to Captain Anaro. Uh, he kind of sees what's happening over the corner of his eye, and he just goes, what the fuck? And drops his weapon and backs up. I don't think we can allow him to leave. Um... A witness. What did you guys do to him? <laughs> we did what needs to be done. Oh, I, I forgot one thing. <clears throat> as Craven's being petrified, it kind of starts at his, at his feet and turns to stone. Kind of comes up his shins, his thighs. He's trying to stand up. He sees, he sees Ignis there. The petrification kind of gets to his chest, and the last thing he can kind of say before he completely is turned to stone is, "Long live the Shrike!" And he turns to stone. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, Anar doesn't attack any of you. He kind of drops his sword, and he's looking at the four of you, freaked out of his mind what he just witnessed. Well, I guess you still have a prisoner that you could take away. Oh, we're definitely presenting that statue of him to the orcs. Yeah, maybe this way he won't attack any of us or whatever. So do you guys want to fight uh, the captain, or just let him go? He dropped his weapon, oh, I think. I mean, he he's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roar just, like, mooped right over there, blocking the exit. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll say he uh, um, he falls to, like, his knees and puts up his hands, like, surrenders, basically. Now that his his lord and his, the one he served is gone, turned into stone, and he's looking at the four of you, he's, uh, he's smart enough to know when to, to surrender, so he... He surrenders to the four of you. On the bright side of this... How long does that detect good and evil last for? Ten minutes? 
That's a good question. I don't know. How, how does that evil feel in here now? Uh, it's one action concentration up to 10 minutes. And you haven't cast any other concentration spells, right? So. Correct. So yeah, see, you, you can sense most of the evil is coming from the statue in the corner. I mean, Captain Inaro is definitely not... Um, he doesn't have clean hands, per se, but he's hes a soldier. He follows orders, and in this case, his, his, his uh, boss was a strike cultist, but... Yeah, I think... Um, I, I don't know, are we out of initiative? Cause... Yeah, he gives up. Unless you guys want to kill him. Um, you guys can arrest him if you want. Time up, no problem. He he's surrendering once he sees Craven oh, yeah. petrified I, like that. I think he's gonna be a prisoner for the orcs. Um, I'm gonna go put him in cuffs or something. Time okay, up you can yeah, you tie him up. S stand up slowly, still giggling a little bit, and <laughs> partly because of the after effects of the spell, but also partly just from watching the fact that we walked into this guy's office and he like tried to fight us, and then suddenly he was stone. <laughs> and that was just so satisfying. Yeah. His uh, Kaladin's sense of justice has been appeased. We're still taking the gold, right? Um, there, there was no gold. There never was any gold. <gasps> How dare I thought five thousand sounded too high. He never had any gold for you. Yeah. So he. Oh, I mean, you can search his pocket, you find a couple hundred gold. You search his desk, maybe you find some other stuff that's worth that's worth something. But he never had he never had or never planned on giving gold to you guys of that what's of that value, amount. What's, what's the value of a of a statue here? It's a good question. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, Roran, I'm gonna take this with me. I'm gonna take him, this guy here, and he kicks an arrow. He's like, and I'm gonna take that statue, and I'm gonna go present them to the orcs. Let them know. They have two of their bodies they need in uh, recompense for the orcs that we killed. Do we really want to kill this gentleman or at least hear him out from whatever crazy nonsense he's been a part of? But just please don't kill me. I'll tell you anything. Oh, I, I won't kill you. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I just don't don't let that thing look at me, and uh, I'll tell you whatever you whatever you want. That thing, how rude! I'm, I'm sorry. He looks down to the ground, and he's not he's not looking at Medusa. <laughs> I only worked for him for the paycheck. I promise. Why don't you start talking? What what do you what do you want to know? I'll, I'll tell you anything. What was in our, what was uh, Craven's plan? Craven, Craven wanted the wanted the obsidian. He wanted to make stronger, sharper weapons. Uh, he, he always thought those orcs were stupid, <laughs> dumb brutes, basically that just kind of threw it at each other. He thought he could make a better weapon with it, but they rejected every offer that he made for them. He thought you guys could take out their leadership, and then he could come in and take out the rest of them and take control of it. So was his daughter slash stepdaughter part of this plan, or is this, or do you know anything about her own choices here? Oh, she hated it here. There's nothing but contempt between him and his daughter. Once her mother died a couple years ago, she was basically a prisoner in his own estate here. She couldn't wait to get out. Who who was her mother? Her mother was a 
Um, Lord Craven wouldn't tell you this, but she was a human. Sure. Do you know her name? I'd have to look it up. I don't remember off the top of my head. We have it in the record somewhere, but I don't... I don't even remember, to be honest. Maria or something like that? I don't know. But yeah, he never really got along with Kira anyway, so her getting... Running away was just an excuse to get you guys to take over that mountain of his. His personal brute squad. Please, that's, that, that's all I know. Please don't kill me. All right, well, you're coming with me. We're going to go make this right. Where are you taking me? Oh, we're going to go make it right. Don't worry. And I'm going to drag him out and, uh, and uh, go get him loaded up on a cart or something. I'll help you with the statue. Loading it into the cart. Okay, so you drag him out. Uh, Medusa, you, you grab the statue and you guys spend another. Do you guys go with uh, Kaladin or does he go alone back to the orcs? I'm not going to leave yeah. Kaladin by himself. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say he, he was willing to go do this by himself since um, the orcs might demand a third body. <laughs> I mean, if just... they try, I'll just bluff and say, uh, <sighs> You see this statue? That could be you too, or whatever. <laughs> Let's just say for the, the sake of story, Kaladin takes them back. You know, all the rest of you guys go meet up with, you know, Korak and Jeffrey and Gob. Um, yeah. Ready for ready for the next adventure. That um, before, before he leaves, uh, Kaladin kind of pulls Roran aside. He's like, listen, we need to talk about that sword. That sounds good to me. I just hope you hope to find it in your heart to be a little bit more forgiving for this gentleman. Uh, I know he's been under the Shrike cultist paycheck, but uh, I don't think he'd be a good ransom for uh, those orcs down south. Well, I'm, my, uh, my goal is to try to convince them to take him on as a indentured servant or something instead of taking blood. Oh, we'll see. Once they see Lord Craven dead, I hope that'll that'll at least appease the chieftain somewhat. So, so the sword. I'll do what I can. So that sword. We need to talk about that. Um, you know who my god is, right? Agrishad. Agrishad, the god of justice. Now, when you hold that sword, what does that feel like to you? It feels like justice. And that's because that sword is the embodiment of justice. Now, that sword's got a long history. And I can provide you with a list. Us, uh, us men of the cloth here, cloth and sword at least, we, we keep a good track of that. And you should probably know that everyone who has held that sword has succeeded in bringing justice to one of the greatest injustices of their time but they don't live much longer after that interesting and the fact that your holy symbol is now caught up in the symbol of Agrishad makes me think you're going to do some great things Warren but it also makes me worry about your future Kaladin my future has been up for grabs for the last 30 years I want to do what's right I want to be home but I also want to do what's right 
I know you will. And uh, and I think he he holds his hand out for a, a friendly handshake. He's like, it's real good seeing you back. Uh, I reach out and shake it. Good hunting. And Kaladin leaves. Uh, I mean, I guess he gives a he gives a goodbye to everybody else too. He's like, nice nice meeting you, Ignis. Nice meeting you, Medusa. You guys are hell of fighters, that's for sure. Kaladin was a blur. Good fighting. I think Rivershot is in some good hands right now. Hopefully. Good thing you're taking them off our hands. We were getting hungry. We're about to gonna make them into pancakes. And <laughs> now River Shroud has one less strike cultist feeling to deal with. So thanks, guys. That's all I had planned. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Randy, that was that so was good, epic. dude. I, yeah, I wasn't sure who you guys would kill. The orcs or Craven. <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared like, for both, so. It's not like the orcs were going to kill them there for a few minutes, but. Oh, yeah, that fight. Yeah. The title <laughs> of this game is going to happen for sure. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Was it like killing like four orcs before leaving or something? I think so, yeah. I think so. Randy. Dang, Randy, nice. I am so proud. <laughs> I just hope you guys had fun. It was so oh, fun. Yes. That was wild. Good. Appreciate you. It was fun for me. Listen to you guys kind of talk about all this stuff. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> I felt like I was the one with all the secrets, <laughs> knowing everything.